When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm us. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. It's the motherfucking boy, Steve Crothy. And I'm Halls Burkhart. Buddy. Buddy. Can I take a second? Yeah, absolutely. Please do. All you need is love. Da, 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 da. All you need is love. Da, 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 da. Boy, it, what a day for Green Bay Packer fans. We oh, got really? into the playoffs, and I'm sorry, Josh Hargis, but we did it through your Chicago Bears 2-0 against oh, listen, them this year. Man. That, that boy's got deep roots with the Bears. <laughs> he can take it. Yeah, he's a good fan, man, for real. Like He's, he's with them through their ups and downs. I love it. But yeah, um, into the playoffs, and you and I were talking in the green room before we recorded. Mm-hmm. Before we there's came a, out on stage. <laughs> there's a certain <laughs> other motherfucker who cannot say that he's mm-hmm. in the playoffs this year. Man, that guy, Aaron Rodgers, by the way, I'm, I don't give a fuck. I'll just straight up say his name. Say it. Yeah. He had, like, do you know how close I was to just saying, all right, I'm a Packers fan now, right? He was dating a celebrity crush of mine, Shailene Woodley, and Olivia Munn, and he's a star, was a Star Wars guy, right? And I was like, okay, maybe this is it. Maybe this is when I finally have an NFL team. I'll just saddle up with my buddy Steve, you know, huh? But, boy, he sure torpedoed all that. (laughs) A few years ago, yeah. You know he's furiously looking through those fucking flight logs just hoping there's a Jimmy in there somewhere. You know? Better be careful. He's going to get sued. Yeah, he should. (laughs) And, by the way, like, I don't... So, I'm going to say this with peace and love because, you know, I'm not really a sports guy. like A professional sports guy, at least, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about Pat McAfee, but he seems like a giant douche, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? He fucking encourages all this shit from Aaron Rodgers. And then when like when it's like, oh, somebody might get sued. He's like, yeah, I'm, I don't agree with that. Then you should have fucking said it on your show. If Steve said that fucking <laughs> was on the Epstein flight logs, I'd be like, possibly, but probably not. <laughs> and I hate that dude. <laughs> Damn. Nice. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I wasn't either, to be honest, but it just kind of happened. That was brilliant. Shoo! Go up and see monkeys. You were the straw that time for sure. Feel see. crazy. <laughs> oh man, we missed you last night, man. Nick showed up for oh. a little bit. We did end up. He 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 jumped in, filled your spot in Tiny Tina. We I we missed got... Nick. Yeah. He said, he said he hopes you're feeling better. Well, I He'll appreciate be next that. Weekend. Oh, man, you know what? But it's all right, because just in a couple of weeks, I get to see Nick and Steve and mm-hmm. Will. <clears throat> man. The Someone descent started. on Birmingham. All we begins. need is, is Jeff. Jeff, jump it. Because I know you're listening to the episode. You always throw me a little, like a little acknowledgement, right? 
Just jump in the truck and head to Birmingham for that weekend, buddy. Come on. Come on. It's a long drive, but yeah. worth yeah, it. Be worth it. Man, that man did several long drives over the summer when they were moving. I know he's got it in him. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, buddy, we don't have anything specific um, to go over today. Like, it's not a themed episode, but you and I have been putting some serious time into a couple of games separately. So I figured we'd have, like, maybe a little mini discussion about those games. We got some emails we got an email and a, a Florian HK47 voicemail. And I got a bananas-ass Final Fantasy VII story to fill, to share with the crowd. Steve got to hear it on stream, but... This is a great story. Okay. So, buddy, why don't we... We got stuff, you know, right? We, you, we, yeah, we, we got a we got, show here. We got, we got shit to get going, all right? Let's hear, uh, let's hear from Florian first. Okay. This happens every time where I think it's Greetings, not. Greetings, meatbags. Query. If you found yourself in a zombie apocalypse game, which character from another game would you choose as your partner? Answer. Who else but myself, of course. The only logical choice, given my exceptional abilities and undeniable charm. Statement. My companionship would not only be logical, but a matter of sheer necessity in the face of such inferior life forms. But I shall entertain the thought of other, lesser options, just for the sake of variety. Okay, so zombie apocalypse partner? Yeah, so if you the, found yourself in a zombie apocalypse, what video game character would you want as your partner? Okay, for, so if we're going realistic here, mm -hmm. the most experienced person would be Ellie from The Last of Us, in oh, my man. opinion. She would hate me, Steve. Fuck, Ellie would hate me. <laughs> <laughs> she just would not like me at all. And I think she's so cool. I'd be like, hey, Ellie, have you ever heard Tool? <laughs> and she'd be like, shut up, Halls. <laughs> no, yes. Man. I'd teach her how to play some sweet licks, and then it'd be all good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys would probably get along great. There's just certain people or characters you see where I, I see them, and I go, oh, I'd get along with that character. Like, I think I would get along with um, Ichiban from Like a Dragon. Mm -hmm. Yakuza Seven, like a dragon. I, I the Kiryu probably Majima. I don't. Probably not, man. I'm probably too tame for that dude. Either but, one of those dudes would be good. Like Majima would like act like he's with the zombies here and there. Oh too, yeah, you know? yeah. He'd be going undercover and shit. <laughs> you know, honestly, if it's a zombie apocalypse in the real world, right? My time is limited. Let's just be honest. Meals, <laughs> as Will likes to say, meals on wheels, right? So I'm just listen. I'm inviting Tifa to the to reality, and yeah. I'm shooting my shot. I yeah. know I would annoy her. She'd be like, "You want me to make you a drink?" I could be, ah, just have a diet soda pop. Is that cool? <laughs> She's too polite. She'd be she'd be nice to you. Yeah, if we're going like out of the realm of whatever, I'm taking Sekiro because that dude would just oh chop up God. all the zombies and, and mm. mince meat easily. <laughs> so. Imagine bringing poor fucking Megan Man. <laughs> into that reality you know dr wiley that shit is you know shit gets pretty weird over there but this is a whole different ball game bring uh, this robot boy with his big gun arm and be like this hey reminds me this reminds me of what y'all were talking about on blue harvest where this week where you guys were talking about the kaiju pets yeah and you were thinking it was a giant full-size <laughs> i'm kaiju an idiot bro. <laughs> bro i am such an i was like this is such an odd question, because how the hell am I going to keep a four-story tall Mecha Godzilla as a pet? But no, Will, of course, Will was like, come on, man, think logically here. It would be dog or, or cat-sized, which is a whole, it makes it a whole different question that's way more fun to fuck around with anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then, why, I think, can I share a little secret time with you, Steve? Of course. I think Will doesn't really like dogs and cats. Huh. I, he immediately went to, I guess I have to round up dogs and cats to feed to my Godzilla. Like, I don't know, man. I think there could be other things on the menu. Yeah. Like, I would find some humans before I fed dogs oh, and cats. Oh, I could think of a, a, at least one, and they'd be eating good for a little while. <laughs> he probably wasn't on the flight logs, though. <laughs> 
That might be somebody to take into the zombie apocalypse with you so you could just drop kick them into a big pile of zombies at the first. Yeah, and I, I probably have like a good two weeks head start the way they'd be eating good in the neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd get all the way to Atlanta to the CDC. That's the end of season one right there. <laughs> Ooh, I'm all over the place. I need to rein this in. I might need to put, I might need to blank out at least the, the quote unquote last name at the beginning of that. I, I, we'll make a note of that. All yeah, right. Throw down <laughs> um, a marker. I mean, honestly, video game characters for the most part, like, okay, Sonic the Hedgehog ain't doing shit in the zombie apocalypse, right? What's he going to do? Running, yeah, run he's just going to run away real fast. <laughs> Be like, wait, Sonic. Sonic, bro, I can't. <laughs> Getting eaten. Maybe I could hook like a little harness to him and it would be like a chariot. My chair would Sonic pulling me. If you're doing that, you should just go with Yoshi, you know? Oh, man. At least Yoshi would be like, I'd be like, Sonic, listen, man, I, I respect the bits, but even I don't know if this is a time to do bits. Mm -hmm. You know, Millennia Blade of Mikola. Oh, my God. Also probably a good choice. <laughs> you want to talk about someone that I would certainly annoy. <laughs> what do I have to offer Melania Blade Amicola? Hey, I think you're real cool. You want to hit those guys with waterfowl dance or whatever that fucking evil shit is called? I just turn around and she's waterfowl dancing you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> when we get some free, hey, Melania, Miss, Miss Blade Amicola, hey, when we get, hey, when we get some free time, do you want to play the Final Fantasy card game? That'd be fun. Huh? You ever seen Lost? Huh? You got some Final Fantasy cards. Oh, uh, we'll get to that in a second because we got an email after this. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I think my I think my honest answer is Tifa, just because why not? It's yeah, uh, I mean, my time is limited. It's a the minute the zombie apocalypse hits, it's a countdown clock until there's some zombies eating me, like that scene in the first Gremlins movie when he accidentally gives the Gremlins chicken wings after midnight. Oops. That's what that it would was, be like. That was a mistake right there. Yep. Yep. Next thing you know, you're microwaving Gremlins. All right. Let's go to our email. It's from Bully Wesley. Hey, guys. It's been a while since I've written in, but I haven't missed a single episode. Y'all are fantastic. Hope your 2024 is off to a great start. Prepare your loud voice halls. I got a little update for you. You think I just do that on command? Welly, <laughs> Wesley, you showing up bullying me on my own show? After much trial and tribulation, I, have a, I am the proud owner of a PS5. Oh, snap. I finally decided enough was enough, sold my entire Game Boy Advance and DS collection for the money, and marched into GameStop for my prize. I think I liked the idea of the collection more than I actually played it, so that was a good opportunity to trade old cherished memories for the chance at making some new ones. I'm already off to a good start with the memories because the first thing I did was buy the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth Plus Remake bundle and dove in headfirst. I've been playing Remake every day since, and I absolutely love it. It feels like a long time coming, and I'm just in time for Rebirth, which is crazy. Brian and I have been cheesing it up and annoying everyone in the Sacred Icon Discord with all our hype. All aboard the hype train. There ain't no getting off this train we're on. Oh, and my wife and I are expecting baby boy number... My wife are expecting baby boy number two in March. So I'll be dual-wielding a baby in a PS5 controller. Should be a good year. Peace and love, Wesley. P.S. Sorry about the Alabama loss, Steve. I'm a Longhorns fan, so I know how you feel. That said, go Michigan. All right. Eh. <laughs> Congrats well, on the baby, man. And uh, also the PS5. I love my PS5. Um, Wesley, so if you've been playing it every day, you've probably gotten to the point where Cloud and uh, Barrett passionately tongue kiss. I bet you weren't <laughs> expecting that change from the original, were you? I couldn't believe it. I left it paused on that screen for a little bit, if you know what I mean. Yeah, taking it their own way. No, it's not. It's not exactly a re, you know, a yeah. straight up <laughs> remake. <laughs> no, you got to add a little spice on top. Yep. 
I know that dude's been wanting to play that game for quite a while now. Yeah, would you, how do you feel about the um, trading in the uh, Game Boy Advance and DS collection? You know, I get it. You know, I don't know because Game Boy Advance and DS aren't my forte as far as like stuff I look up, right? Um, so I don't know how expensive or collectible that stuff is. I have to imagine there's some Game Boy Advance stuff that's pretty collectible. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, if I'm trying to think, do I like, I don't know that I even have a collection. I guess I could maybe sell off my PlayStation one collection of games to get a console because I've got a couple of expensive games in there. The lunar games on PlayStation are pretty pricey, relatively so. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't really have an old collection. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a retro collection really. Um, which I think you would consider Game Boy Advance at least. DS oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, what was the what was the handheld system you had back in the day that that when I knew it was a DS probably. So when I you played have the Final Fantasy remaster or like the seven, six, not the seven remaster, the six and yeah, the four the, remasters. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, so I have I have a 3DS. 3DS. Have, yeah, I still was. have my 3DS, and I have a small collection of 3DS games and every single one of them's a JRPG. Mm -hmm. Like there was this time, there was this weird time when there wasn't a lot of JRPG stuff on consoles, especially if you didn't have a PlayStation, which I didn't at the time, but on the handheld side of things, they were all over the place. So I, I was getting my JRPGs fix on the DS, 3DS for a little while. I still have it. Um, plus now like, you're gonna be getting your RPG fix on the big big shit this year. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's the year of the JRPG, mm -hmm. and and several of them are actually turn based. Steve, mm -hmm. yep. That I okay. You know how I threw about about uh out a bunch of predictions on the latest Blue Harvest, right? Mm -hmm. And Will was like, you're crazy. You ready, Steve? The next mainline Final Fantasy game will be turn-based. That's my prediction. Because we're Ooh. seeing it come back around with hugely popular, well-reviewed games. I think they're going to do it sooner rather than later. That's my prediction. I hope you're right. It would be very interesting. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> speaking of Final Fantasy, I have a bit of a Final Fantasy story. So... I started getting like my algorithm. My algorithm is like fucking Schwarzenegger and the Terminator. It knows exactly <laughs> what to send my way. You know, I have that thing highly trained. It's got a sharp edge on it. It's like, all right, we start the day off with some animal videos and some booger cringe memes. Let's get those reels sent. Oh, now you're on Facebook. How about you want to see people in your area sell selling shit you're super interested in? Most of the time just swipe away you know what i mean and one day uh last week actually it was the weekend before this this weekend right i see a listing for a collection of final fantasy the trading card game merchandise now final fantasy has a you know a trading card game like magic or whatever the fuck right um that's been going since like 2017, I think. And it's been one of those things I've always given the side eye and go like, is it, is it time to get into that? Cause Steve, I'll tell you, buddy, the reason I don't mind buying outfits and shit in games is because of magic, the gathering and decipher star Wars traded card packs. I love that thrill of opening that pack, baby, seeing what I got. Let's get something fancy, right? Get that dopamine rush. Uh -huh. I know. Uh huh. Yeah. So the thing that really fucked with me, though, Steve, was that the collection of this stuff was all Final Fantasy VII themed, right? Because that card game covers every single Final Fantasy game. A lot of times they'll have expansions specifically geared to um, a certain game. Like, I guess the newest one is themed around Final Fantasy Stranger in Paradise. Oh. So, you know... <laughs> 
chaos or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. Although I bet you the next one will probably be Final Fantasy 16. And spoiler alert, I am now into the Final Fantasy trading card game. Um, so maybe I'll get into that. And like, you know, this is, we're talking like starter decks. There's a boss deck for Sephiroth. There's a bunch of sealed booster boxes that all have Final Fantasy VII artwork on them. And it immediately started haunting my dreams, right? And I remember telling Steve about it on Discord, maybe even on stream. And I was like, I just, I don't think I'm going to do it. And then what I didn't realize is Facebook Marketplace, if you look at something, they'll tell you in a couple of days if that person drops the price. Have you ever seen that happen, Steve? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're like, hey, this guy just dropped these Final Fantasy cards by 25 bucks. I said, oh, no. Why would you tell me that? <laughs> so long story short, I set up to meet this guy at 740 on Friday evening in the Target parking lot, the Target closest to my house. That gives me 10 minutes to get off work, get upstairs, jump in the car, go buy these Final Fantasy cards and hope it is a smooth and awkward free transaction. It was not. So I get there <laughs> and like, Steve, you know, I'm like, if I'm with my friends, Man, I, I like I love hanging out. I'll chat. I'm not super awkward all the time. If I don't know people or if I'm in a room full of people I don't know, socially awkward. If it's some weird neck beard who's selling Final Fantasy cards on the internet, I get real awkward real quick. Yeah, so it's it's too bad it, we you couldn't have waited until we were in town. Oh yeah, so I could roll up you. there with my homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you felt a lot more, and, a lot better about it. You know, there and also I won't lie. There's always that thought in the back of my head of like, well, I hope I don't get stabbed. You know, right? Yeah. I, I know you've sold stuff on Marketplace. I sold stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Never once got stabbed, but mm -hmm. still, you know, Never a little nervous. Gonna get stabbed. Yeah, I sh I show up and this dude comes out and. He's wearing a trench coat. Mm, edgy. Yeah, like a, like that kind of trench coat, right? He's not like a detective, right? He's not a gumshoe. <laughs> this isn't a noir movie. This is a, you know, I identify with a couple of dudes from Columbine type of fucking <laughs> trench coat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying he might all, besides collecting Final Fantasy stuff, he might collect guns. All right. Oh. And... I roll my window down. He's like, hey, are you Richard? And I go, yep, that's me. And he's like, awesome. I've got the cards in my car. Um, he's like, do you play the Final Fantasy card game? And I go, um, no, this is actually, you know, me getting into it. I'm excited about the Star Wars one that's coming. And I play a little magic. And then, Steve, he says to me, you're a Star Wars guy? I don't want to be in this conversation, right? I just want to go home. Go down into my little goblin cave and play video games with my friends. Like, I just want to pay this guy for his Final Fantasy cards and go home. I feel this way about, like, Uber. Like, yeah. I just want to get in the car and then that... dick off on my phone and get out. I don't really need to converse with the driver the entire time I'm in the car. You know what I mean? I have had decent Uber rides where I did talk to the person, right? It can be fine, but sometimes I just want to get in there and not... Yeah. Well, dude, Social. one time I went to see the Foo Fighters here in Birmingham. And so I got an Uber there and an Uber back because an Uber from my old house to the BJCC was like, that's a quick Uber drive, right? Mm -hmm. And on the way back to my house from BJCC, this guy just lectured me on why I should have ordered an Uber X because I was in a wheelchair. <laughs> nice. I was like, awesome. Thanks, man. This is helpful. Anyways, he goes, so you're a Star Wars guy? And I go, yeah, I'm a pretty this good is, Star Wars this guy. This is the guy you bought the Final Fantasy yeah. cards from, not yeah. the Uber driver. Not just... the Uber driver, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting way off track. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm a Star Wars guy. And he goes, what do you think about the new stuff? I just want to go home. <laughs> I just want this. I don't. Now, so I just say, what I always say is, I like them. I like those. And he goes, yeah. I just, I don't know about the whole agenda they're trying to push. Skirt. Oh boy. Hey, man, can I just get your Venmo? Can like, <laughs> I just want to go home, please. Because when someone asks, this is why, this is why I don't leave the house. Hold on, Steve, hold on. 
Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> no, man, we got to have a little musical break so I can compose myself. Telling the story, this is the second time I've told the story, and it makes me awkward telling the story. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so I'm like, because anytime a dude asks you what you think of Star Wars and then follows it up in, the, in their follow-up statement has the word agenda in it, it means one of a couple of things, right? Typically it means, hey, I don't see why gay people should be able to live happily and freely like everybody else. Or maybe it means, I don't think there should be black people in space. Or maybe it means, I hate ladies. Anytime you hear somebody say the word agenda with Star Wars, it's not positive, right? So I'm like, yeah, that stuff doesn't bother me. I actually agree with all of it. You know, I like Star Wars. That's what I always say as like the way I want to get out of this conversation is I like Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, um, well, do you want to come to my car and check out the cards? And I'm like, I'm in a wheelchair. If you just bring them over, I'll check them out here. And so he brings them over in a, in a shopping bag, right? And I'm looking. I was like, yeah, it, it all looks here. It looks like it's in good condition. He goes, do you, do you like Final Fantasy VII? And I go, yeah. It's my favorite game of all time. And he goes, me too. Final Fantasy VII changed me. Just give me your Venmo. Come on. <laughs> Just give me your Venmo, man. Please. Please. Oh, my goodness. Just give me your Venmo. This is the this is the danger when you buy yeah. shit off. And I'm like <laughs> And I was like, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's my favorite game of all time. I just repeat myself because I'm awkward. And he goes, Who's your favorite character? And I, Steve, you also know this about me, but in situations like this, I could just fucking self preserve and be like, Oh, Cloud or Sephiroth, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But no, I cause I just answer honestly, I go Tifa and he goes, Fuck yeah, brother, mine too. Can I get your Venmo like right now, please, please? And so finally, I I send him the money, and he's like, "Hey, man, thanks." I was like, "Yeah, thank, thanks, man." And he's like, "Well, I've got a bunch of other boosters I'm thinking about letting go, so I'll send you a message if I decide to." And I was like, "Cool, yeah, definitely do that." And then I watch him get into his Bronco and start backing up, and I go on Facebook and immediately block him. Yeah, I don't care about your boosters, bro. I'm going elsewhere for my Final Fantasy card game product. <laughs> so brilliant, dude. Oh, man. So that was entertaining. I'm glad you came out alive. I am too. Not too, too... Uh... I'll, I'll be honest with the neck beard as soon as it as soon as it happened i as soon as he pulled away i rolled my window back down i was like i smoke a cigarette holy fuck <laughs> driving back home going well at least this makes a good story for high potion and then i was like so i just can't i can't st tell steve i'll just right. save it for the show but i couldn't as soon as you <laughs> jumped in on discord friday night i was like fuck i gotta tell you something that's fantastic so I have a whole bunch of unopened Final Fantasy trading card game stuff on my kitchen table that every time I was doing stuff today, I would stop and look at it. And should unbox like, it on stream. I might. I might do that. Maybe with that. Maybe we should do that when you're here. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, um, now, th I'll say this, though, Steve. I ain't going to expect you, because it's a lot. I sent you a picture of it. It's quite a lot. We, I ain't going to expect you to sit there for hours and no, open card packs. Do a couple, you know? Yeah. Um, in my hobby news, um, uh -huh. I actually made my first actual Warhammer purchase of my own. What did Should, you get? Do, do you want to look it up? Oh, please. Do I want to look it I up? Found a, I found a rare box. Look up Exalted of the Red Angel. Exalted of the Red Angel. Oh, my Lord. What is this? These are the world eaters. Holy moly. These they're like space demons. They're they're basically chaos space marines, but the big guy in the middle, the giant demon is their primarch. His name's Angron. Dude, that is so sick. Yeah. I love yeah. a big model in, around like the sense of scale you can get from having one big model 
surrounded by some little ones like that. So is he? Was it just him, or is it him no, and all these dudes? No, it's him and all those guys. If this is the this is a rare box. You can see it's selling for. Uh, we're on eBay right now, and it's two sixty plus another forty for shipping. Yeah, and this one's three eighty eight. Yeah. I got it for about a hundred dollars less than that first one. I got I paid like right at, you know, two hundred for it. Okay, that was basically my Christmas present for Fuck myself. Yeah, a, man. Yep. Yep. I got myself. Uh, I got myself some graded comics for Christmas. I got myself a Christmas gift for myself too. Hell yeah, man! Sometimes you got to treat yeah. yourself, you know. Yeah, man, finish out the year, get that end-of-the-year bonus. I said, well, I got to get some house stuff from maybe a couple of graded comics. <laughs> I got a really awesome cami graded comic from Street Fighter. Oh, cool. Yeah, man. Six. Nice. And her new I'll outfit, too. Her, get down there. Her uh, Street Fighter Six outfit. Let me see. Let me see if I can't find it. Um... Uh, yeah, man, they, <clears throat> oh, wow. Look at all this graded shit, Steve. Yeah, Holy man. Lord. There's a whole, I, not, I, the one I got is not nearly as spicy as some of these. Let me tell you, this is the one I got. Oh yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Classy picture. Yeah. It's much classier than some of that other fucking face down ass up business. Like nothing against it. I'll probably get it, but like I'm just saying, as far as classy goes, <laughs> right? Uh, classy. So, speaking of Warhammer, buddy, can I tell you how much I love that you were like, I got Rogue Trader, and I was like, fuck yeah, let me know what you think <laughs> of it. And then next day you go, I think it's pretty good, but you know what it did? It made me want to play Baldur's Gate three, so I'm pay playing Baldur's Gate three, yep. buddy. That happens to me all the time. Where yeah. I'll start playing something and then be like, oh, this just makes me want to play something like this that's a little bit better. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, nothing against Rogue Trader. Like it seems like a very cool game, CRPG. Mm -hmm. It's a it feels a lot more in line with Baldur's Gate 2 to me than like yeah, it feels, Baldur's Gate 3, if that makes sense. Baldur's Gate 3 is uh is definitely the next step forward for that sort of genre of mm -hmm. role-playing game. Whereas you know, Pillars of Eternity, I would say even Divinity, which um, Larian makes the Divinity games, right? Yep. And I would say the Pathfinder games and Rogue Trader, which were made by the same studios, Pathfinder and Rogue Trader. Are, Our cat studio. Yep. Yeah, they are very in line with the more, you know, 90s CRPG mm -hmm. Baldur's Gate feel. Yeah, Icewind Dale, those yeah. kind of, that yeah. kind of lineage of game. Like the dialogue uh, is super similar, even the way like the characters interact in combat feels very similar to Baldur's Gate too to me. And this is not a complaint. Like I no. think that game is going to be fun. It seems like it's packed to the gills with lore for the Warhammer universe, uh -huh. which is there's a lot of text. good for me. Yeah, that's fine with me. Oh yeah, you know I like reading about that stuff. So, but yeah, Baldur's Gate three, man. Woo! I've been having fun. Um, I just want to recount, please if do a, if it's okay with you. Some so, of, some of the adventures yeah. that have happened to me. So listen, buddy. The one thing I want to tell you is I fully plan on getting a Baldur's Gate fully, you know, at some point. And I would love for me, you and Will, to play a game. We're gonna make that all happen one day. But don't worry about spoiling anything because I got some shit on my list. I got to take. Care oh, of. sure. You know what and, I mean? and the spoilers and that I'm going to talk about are so unbelievably well, light. And the other know. thing is, is with how many different paths and exactly. decisions just, there are, like it's hardly a spoiler. I think absolutely so. so many different ways to play it. So, you know, you and I had gotten to a certain point where we had to rescue this druid. Yes, who was going to come save like the village of peaceful people. Well, I got to that druid. He's like in the middle of this goblin encampment and you're able to just kind of waltz in here because you're able to kind of bluster your way through with the mind flare shit. Uh-huh. But when you get to him, okay, so when you walk in, he's like in a jail cell uh -huh. and there's these two little shithead goblin kids that are just pelting him with sharp rocks. And there's like an adult goblin who's like overseeing the whole thing, like approving. And so you, I walk up to them and immediately assert my dominance and say you need to let this 
drew it out of the cage. I'll take care of it. <laughs> and they open the cage and he comes out and immediately he's like, all right, let's go. Thanks for getting me out. We're going to fucking kick some ass now. Uh-huh. You have a choice. And I'm like, all right, cool. And the kids immediately, we go to combat. The kids run like the first, they're, they're the first to go. They dash for the exit. Because uh-huh. they're trying to alert people. Because we're off kind of in the side like these warg pens. Um, and so my first action is to like chase these kids down. My healer goes running around the side and blasts one of them with a fireball and gets him. My warrior has to like dash because she's in a bad position. She dashes up to him. I use my action surge to kill him. So no problems there, you know. Mm-hmm. And then my, my uh, bard steps up. And this motherfucker plays this shit and everybody in the party just starts getting buffed dude wait a second so fucking sick wait does he really play fucking iron maiden or am i am i, am I, am I in my head he does okay okay shit <laughs> that would be awesome if you could that's like back in the day when we would be playing final fantasy 14 and jeff was a bard and I would just be walking around fucking Limso Lomensa and I'd hear Take On Me playing somewhere. I'd be like, who's playing Take On Me as Jeff? Creepy peeper following me playing Take On Me on the loot. Um, yeah, so so like that was that was really fantastic. And that that fight was really fun. It's real dynamic, you know. Mm-hmm. My my rogue is fighting kind of this running battle with this other goblin and it's back and forth. Um I'm getting the um environment involved like there's a there's a grease stain on the floor i lure one of the goblins over to it and set it on fire make him explode um and end up winning and it was this really gratifying fight it was just so fun to do that's awesome dude yeah and then a little later we walk up to um another fight Uh where like the druids (laughs) basically like where you have to fucking, you know where I'm going. Where this druid's like, you have to take out the goblin leadership. That's the uh-huh. only way that it's going to work. And so there's, I, I've figured out ways to take out two of them. The third one, there's really no kind of way around it. We're going to have to fight him. But I have like, <laughs> I have, I put my bard into position. There's a castle, right? Uh huh. And I start playing death. And right when it hits the <laughs> this thunder move where it pushes all these goblins into the chasm and they immediately die to these giant spiders that are down there. Uh-huh. And people turn around and gang up on the, the big cheese. Wait, hold on kick. a second. Can I can I I'll put a pause on this real quick? So you threw them in a chasm and then there were spiders down there that immediately started attacking them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like this goblin That's encampment... Sick. They're kind of set up on like a second level of like these uh, these tunnels, mm-hmm. and they kind of throw prisoners down there if they don't have any more use for oh, them and like stuff the like Rancor that. Like the pit. Mm-hmm. So there's ways to knock them into these chasms, and the spiders just immediately rip them to shreds. There's not they they don't really hold up against them. But dude, that's awesome. Okay, yeah, cause sorry. There's so many times where you can, you, you know, you can try to brute force it and just beat them all if, mm-hmm. if, if you can. But my party takes a beating still in like some of the sm- smaller engagements. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'm not playing on like hard difficulty or anything like that, but it's still pretty challenging. I know that it gets game's easier hard. the more you go. Well, but... it's any RPG, especially if you put the time into leveling and stuff does get, you know, mm-hmm. a little easier. But yeah, that game is tough. Another really fun one fun thing that happened was I came upon like a special dagger just out in the wild and it's just a dagger plus one. Right. But there was like a cool little puzzle that, that I had a Starion deal with in order to figure out how to actually get the knife. And, uh, you know, just going through kind of that stuff, finding it out in the world just feels like it was just real fun. Felt like a really great implementation of like, leveling up your character right that makes any sense you know it reminds me there was this um random quest you could come across in the original dragon age right it wasn't like part of a main story or even it became a side quest but it you know wasn't part of a, a side quest where if you just did your job and really explored the map you would fi- basically find a giant hole in the ground that had a piece of meteorite in it that mm-hmm. you could get 
and then that opened up this whole side quest where you've got a sword made out of that meteorite. It was really cool. Really mm -hmm. cool. This sounds like that, but like even more involved and, you know, you know, 15 years later or whatever since the, since Dragon Age came out. This was more of just a pretty straight ahead, like, there's a stuck dagger. I don't really, you know, I won't get into mm -hmm. specifics. My main guy, who's a drow bard, you know, he's, he, I just found a drow blade for him to use. And oh, luckily, right it's, it's not like a two-handed greatsword. It's got to be like a finesse weapon for him to use it, but... So, Pretty fun, man. That how many rules. hours would you say you're in it now? Um, according to my saves, it says like 15 or 16, but that's I've played way longer than that because I've had to go back to saves quite a few times in some of these fights. Oh, yeah. Where they, they don't go my way. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a game where you've got to save. You really have to lean on your PC experience and save, save. off. Yeah, you remember how you used to make fun of how much I saved in Mass Effect 2? Nah, man. Mm -mm. Not this boy's P2. I'm nope. not having my game ruined. Uh -uh. No, nah, man. No, nah, and I get it. Like, see, in those in those days, games were starting to just auto-save your shit every, like, two seconds anyway. Yeah. So that was, it felt like you were doing something that was a relic of the past, but what's old is new again to Larian. Just so. going to keep, just going to keep saving. You give me the option to save. Oh, I mean, I've saved a shitload. Now. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm, I'm on board, you know, got to mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. All it takes is one, one day when you sit down and put about mm, three hours in the Skyrim and then your game crashes mm -hmm. and you lose all three hours. Mm -mm, I'd be saving. So yeah, like Call I me feel super saver. I feel like I'm getting towards the end of Act One. Okay. Okay. And uh, there was a point where I got to where I could have moved to a new area, and it said you might want to turn around and level up because if you go ahead, this next part's going to be quote bitterly difficult for your party unquote. So I was like, oh, let me turn around, and do some more side stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I'm moving I went, yet. I went around looking for some more stuff to do, and lo and behold, I have found it. So. That's one of those things where when I saw that message and turned it back around about 40 hours later, the game would be like, hey, man, <laughs> it's time. Yeah, they give you two paths to get to, I guess, the end of Act 1. And so I'm going to explore the second path a good ways, and I don't want to spoil the the location because it's a pretty good uh Ooh, pretty good cool. reveal if that's you're a cool. fan of forgotten realms hell yeah man well i'm so glad you're digging that game man mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can't wait i mean it's got it may be like kid it may be once will's kids are in high school but one day <laughs> no me shit. you and him are gonna play Baldur's gate three together and i can't wait man that that will be fun I can't wait. I just hear the giddiness in his voice any anytime somebody starts talking about it. I've thought of ways that we would kind of have to play it. Oh yeah, see that. I think that'll be handy too, having someone with some more hours under their belt. You know, right? Yeah, and what the way I was thinking we would do is let one person kind of quote drive for a little while, where that person kind of handles the conversations and what we do and, and the other two people are kind of just there to support that person and then after a bit we'll switch to another person you know kind of let them drive for a bit that's okay. a good way because it can get confusing quick if you've got three people all off doing their own thing you know what i mean yes it can i even know you know i noticed that when you and i were playing and it wasn't mm -hmm. like to the point where it was distracting or it wasn't fun to play but there's just Feels so overwhelming. Much, yes, it feels mm -hmm. overwhelming really fast because there's so much you can do in it. Yeah, there's a, there's so much, and so that's why one reason also why I felt like fuck it, I'm just gonna play through a single player of it. You know, just get com real comfortable with the game. So when we do play multiplayer, I can have a better handle on what potentially yeah. could happen. You know, how's uh, how's Shadowheart doing, huh? You She's good. She's say, still hey. in my party, man. I, I I changed her to a command. Uh, cleric as opposed to like a straight healer mm -hmm. so she's more battlefield manipulation now like um, she can target creatures and she, the command spell comes with multiple different flavors you can have people like 
just run away from you. You can have them drop their weapon. You can have them grovel. Uh, you know, multiple different things. I think there's like six or seven different things she can do. And if if she manages to get that off on something powerful, which it's usually about the one. It's like most of the things in this game feel like coin flips. Right. You know. You're either on the uh, slightly on the good side of a coin flip or slightly worse. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that can kind of be frustrating a little bit from time to time. Yeah. Like, when you, want, like you hit a roll and you roll one. You're like, fuck. That's the thing. I think it's so awesome that they leaned so hard into the Dungeons and Dragons of it all. Right. Me too. Me too. For better or worse. And that's and why the saves are so important. You know? They are important. And I also feel like the roles are more fun and less annoying in multiplayer than they are in the single player. You know what I mean? Because if I fuck up, Steve's next in line. He can go for it. You know, so on and so forth. But, um, yeah, the I could see how over dozens and dozens of hours that shit could be frustrating. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's still fun. I get to talk to animals all the time. I, I, I'm i not like a druid where I can just do that shit on the regular, but I, I make sure to cast it. I wake up, roll out of my bedroll, do some stretches, kick whoever is in there with me out. Oh, wait, wait, hold. Uh, so, Skirt, hold on. You said whoever. <laughs> because last time I heard you had, uh, what's her name? Lazal. Lazal. You and Lazal had, you know. Not, yeah, man. We, not, uh. Not, 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 not. Hey, you know what I mean? We did a little. Hey. <laughs> yes, still, still just with her, but you know, I've started Gosh. flirting a little bit with uh, Shadowheart and Carlock a little bit. <laughs> we'll see what happens, you know. Carlock's cool. Yeah, she's pretty badass. <clears throat> I was expecting to have to kill that person, and then turns out that no, it was she's all... just a cool hot lady that you hang out with. Well, I can't real so life did you, be like did that. Did you do her? Did you do her I quest? I tried, but she wouldn't let me. Oh, okay. I like I I went and murdered those people who told me to go kill her. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Yeah, and I I uh, Baldur's Gate is a game that so far for me has been like a tech demo where I make a really cool looking character and play with them for about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I go back, I'm like, ooh, I want to do the back character the creator. Board, back yep. to the old drawing board. <laughs> you know what I mean? That character creation is so satisfying. But I will say also the level up process is usually quite satisfying as well. There's lots of choices to be made every level, you know, between yeah. like new spells to mm -hmm. learn. Or so have you gotten to the like point that? where you've been able to like cross class any yet? Um, I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't really have like a brain for multi-classing. Me neither. You know? Sometimes it gets a little confusing for me. Yeah. Like I can understand certain things like, like there's probably it, ways for yeah. the Sterion to like multi-class and get multiple attacks yeah. per turn kind of deal. But there is a certain way, like I, I like to like level up and grind levels and have overpowered characters in RPGs. But there's a certain level of like min maxing that I'll hear people talk about doing in like Final Fantasy VI, where I'm like, I I don't even have it in me to do that, my dude. Good good on you. I'm sure there's some of that. There's probably some crazy powerful Baldur's Gate builds where you multi class and stuff. But oh, I'm sure where people are like easy GG easy mm -hmm. on like the hardest difficulty mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But man, it's just so fun for me to just kind of sink in and not even about the combat, just like get into these conversations or um, situations where you have to make these decisions of how you're going to play it. And as a bard, dude, <laughs> those situations usually come out in your favor. How many different <laughs> instruments... Did it give you the option? There's a bunch. That's that's another fun thing. Like, of course, I picked the lute because I'm a guitarist, but there's like seven or eight different music musicians. So could we play could a, a four-player game <laughs> where all of us were bards and we oh were the members God, of would, Tool? 
Yeah, I bet there is, especially um, we could, you know, specialize. Yeah. You know, at, at the third level or whatever. So I'm gonna <laughs> one be, of us could be like a, the damage bard. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to request the Luke, the loot on that because I want to be Adam Jones. That's and fine. I'll, I'll, be be the, I'll be the I'll be the basis. For yeah. This one. I'll have to figure out what the base They'll, equivalent is in this game. Well, I, and all we'll have to do to make your character look like him is we'll just take a picture of you and put it on the Baldur's Gate three subreddit and be like hey can somebody <laughs> let us know how to make this guy in Baldur's Gate for people that didn't know the bass player for Tool and Steve share a bit of a resemblance and it was only recently like within the last couple of years that I even noticed it <laughs> and I was like well wait a goddamn second they both cut their hair around the same time too which is weird I think Steve might be Justin Chancellor oh man I wish he, that dude rules he's, he's great man <laughs> Anyways, um, so I have been fucking around in an RPG as well, a turn-based RPG. Oh, feels like going home. Both of us, man. Both yeah. of us. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I was dual-wielding RPGs. I was playing. <laughs> so I started because I looked. I went and looked at my oldest save in Yakuza Like a Dragon, and it was in the beginning of September. I have been, quote-unquote, playing Yakuza Like a Dragon since the beginning of September. Now, obviously, I was playing it pretty hardcore. Spider-Man came out. I stopped playing Yakuza and played Spider-Man. And then I moved, right? But, you know, I, I have pretty consistently kept up with it, right? Which is good. It's like, to do a game like that requires a good, you know, sense of discipline because you've got to you've got to come back to it. What would you say about once a week? Oh, yeah. Well, and you the know? other thing is, man, this is my third time. Exactly. You can't let it you let know? the thread slip again, uh -uh. right? So like it it was a launch title on the Series X. That was the game I played on my Series X. And I put some time into it. And then maybe a year or so ago, Steve started playing it. So you know what I did? I picked it started right back it. up. <laughs> And then finally, this time, it, and it was never because I didn't like the game. It was always because I dropped it for too long. And at some point in my brain and in reality, there's no going back. Because there's too many weird systems mm -hmm. in some of these games to just kind of pick up a thread later and just, I, I don't know. It's probable you could, you could do it, but at the same time, part of me is always just like, why not just start over, you know? And so I am approaching the 90 hour mark in Like a Dragon. Beautiful. Yakuza 7. I'm in chapter 14 of 15. I'm certainly going to beat this one, I think, before Infinite Wealth comes out. There's no way I'm beating the in-between game uh, before Infinite Wealth. But I did download it last night, so it's ready. Are you... Are you, forgive me, are you planning on playing Infinite Wealth day one or are you going to just no, kind of let that hit when it hits? I'm going to, it's already pre-ordered, right? Of course. Yeah. Because uh, I, like, I'm, I'm a guy who likes getting a good deal on a video game, but for my games, you know what I mean? I might not be playing you on day one, Infinite Wealth, but I want to support this franchise. I'm mm -hmm. buying it day one. So it's ready when I'm ready for it. Right. Yeah, I like, do I that, like that it, sort of stuff all the time, my man. I, I know exactly you know I mean? that like, I'm just, like, I get why people think video game stuff is so expensive. Because it is. But when, when you Worth have it, that studio that does it for you, right? Like, for Steve, it's from. For uh, me, it's the Yakuza studio. For Steve, you know, we don't just have one. Capcom is a big one for both of mm -hmm. us. Both of us. Yeah. Like, I, I like to support them, especially Yakuza, which, even though it is growing in popularity, is still more of a niche series, right? It seems Agreed. like it's, it's hitting more and more mainstream, but I want them to keep making those games. And if that means I got to pay 30 bucks more for the game on release date, so it's ready for when I'm ready to play it, I'm fine with that. I'm not going to do it on every game. You ain't going to see no. me doing that on fucking The Surge 2. I don't know. It's the first <laughs> thing that came to my mind. Um, no, man, it's going to be a packed early year. Oh you know, I'm wanting to play Persona um, as well, but geez, 
just too much shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> now, have you have you've you've ninety hours into like a dragon? Yeah. What's your favorite thing about it? The cast. It really does something for that game series to have a cast of characters that's with you for pretty much the entire ride, right? Because Kiryu, Majima, whoever you might be playing in one of the older Yakuza games are all interesting characters, but to have those cast members as party members hanging out with you and shooting the shit and character developing, and then you have quests like for those characters specifically, the cast is great considering how strong the two protagonists of the Yakuza games were before they decided to sort of restart with a new cast, they knocked it out of the park. Right, yeah, because previous to this one, right, you yeah. had like six or seven Yakuza games. Seven Yakuza games that, that and spinoffs. Like, <laughs> yeah. That would have like pretty much the same characters rotating in and out. You'd yep. get new people here and there. But it was always it up, but... Kiryu and Majima is always going to be up to some Kusai shenanigans. Yeah. or, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those other guys, uh, Saijima, mm -hmm. those guys are always going to show up in, in those games for the pop. But the, in this game, they went with like, I was, I want to say like four, really like those four main characters. Well, and you, well, as you keep going, you get mm -hmm. more and like each new, so there is one party member, right? Cause Steve, I'm deep in the side content sauce on this it's sauce. Yeah. There is a party member that you only get if you completely beat the like business management mini game. She is an awesome party member. In fact, she's in my party right now. Like, Currently, I'll pro she'll probably be in my in-game party. But because she's an optional party member, she's not in any of the story cutscenes and stuff. So it's that sucks a little bit. But she's a, like, otherwise, the quests and stuff you do with her and for her are really cool. Now, you do get two other cast members later in the game, and they're fully developed, too. And just just cool. as much developed. Yeah. as that's, that's really awesome, you know. Because a lot of times in these games, like, I'm not really, like, singling out Final Fantasy VII necessarily. Like oh, the but OG, go ahead. But you, could I, get yeah. some, you could get some characters late in the game, and they yeah. were fun to play with. But Who knows a shit about Vincent? Not me. Vincent Valentine. <laughs> That's who I should have told like... that guy. I should have said, you look like Vincent Valentine. <laughs> he would have been like... You stay right here. I'm going to go get you some free Final Fantasy cards. And I'll be like, no, nah, man, I got an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not easy to introduce characters late mm -mm. In, in a story that you're going to add to your party and have them be like. Well, the cool thing is, is so they start showing up in cutscenes and big story moments. And never once was I like, oh, I bet you that person's going to be a, a party member. And then sure enough, they end up being a party member. And. Last night when I was streaming, I beat uh, a fairly huge part of the game, right? There was a huge... I don't want to give it away. You know what I'm talking about. But there was, there's been moments in that game that have <sighs> legitimately surprised me on stream, right? Yeah. And beat one of those moments. And then, I'm not joking, I sat there and watched, I think, a 40-minute cutscene. You, you sure the hell did. Because I, I would like, be like, hey, guys, I'm not joking. This cutscene's still going. You were like every now and again, just like, this is still going. Mm -hmm. It's still going. Buddy, and and, and that is that is the crazy thing about those games. They will do that. <laughs> they yeah, will yeah do they that will. A couple times. So, like, you will go from the goofiest shit you've ever seen to the most melodramatic Japanese dudes talking about crime families for 40 minutes. And, like, it would cut away from one location. I'd be like, okay, it's going to let me play again. And then there would be a 10-minute cutscene in a completely different location with different characters. It just kept going. Yeah. I <laughs> zoned out and then locked back in. It went on for so long. Imagine, like, the movie Scarface, but, like, in the, in the scene where they chainsaw the guy in the, in the basement. Mm -hmm. Before that... There's like 45 minutes of Al Pacino playing the crane game. And out in somebody's, front of <laughs> somebody's always smoking and somebody's always drinking out of a crystal glass with the big glass cubes, the big ice cubes in it. Because <laughs> he's, he's been trying to win like mm -hmm. a little bear for a little girl for like the side quest, you know? Oh my God. Oh, now that, now I'll tell you this. 
I'm, you know, we, we talk about, I'm someone who likes to do all the side quest stuff. That is, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Let me ask this question. How do you feel about the side stuff, your activities in this game versus like, let's say Yakuza 0, because you and I both think that's right. like the pin the pinnacle. So, so I'll go ahead and say this. Unless this game takes a huge nosedive in the last it's two chapters, gonna... it's my number two Yakuza game behind Zero. However, the side activities in this game fucking slap, my dude. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. a whole kart racing mini game that's fully featured. It's like Mario Kart where you pick up items, but you're racing against the type of characters you would think you would be racing against in Yakuza. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Weird, right? There's, um, there is the business management. Now, business management does not hold a candle to managing the hostess club, but it's close. And it's fun. Close. You okay. do like um, board meetings and shit that uh, like, and it, if anybody's listening to this and you decide to start playing like a dragon and in the first few chapters, you're like, fuck, I never have enough money for anything I want in this game. You're right, right? You don't. Get to the business management and then don't do anything for two weeks, but play business management until you beat it. And then you'll never worry about money in that game again. Swimming in the end. Yeah. You, my dudes are so kitted out. My, I, I looked it up because I wanted to know how, how far I've taken this. I looked up on the Yakuza Reddit and I found a thread where people were talking about what level their Kasuga was at the end of Like a Dragon. And most of the time, it was in the 55 to 60 range, Steve. My Kasuga is level 76. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I I have been doing nothing but popping rare achievements for, for doing shit you should not spend your time doing in video games. Ah. But I... It, it, this... This is the one... Yakuza game where I have taken short breaks from it, right? I maybe played it twice during the whole time I was playing Spider-Man 2. I would be like, I need to play a little Yakuza so I don't completely lose it, right? But, like, it also hasn't felt so daunting as a Yakuza game can feel towards the back end because I had sure. those breaks. And now, like, I'm duty stomp and everything. I have to imagine my time with that game is probably coming to an end. As I look through the achievements, most of them seem to be secret, which are usually story-based. Story. Based. story yep. And there's a couple of side quest ones that I still need to wrap up that they just haven't let me wrap up yet. So You can probably you probably could get through with that this week if you uh yeah. you decided to spend your evenings with that. Yeah, it's probably what I'm uh, when we get done recording this, I'll probably go up those goddamn stairs, fucking have a snack. Play some Yakuza. Yeah, because I'm not going to be able to play Baldur's Gate straight, I don't think. No. Like, I, I love that game, but, like, it's it's different. Like, I need to have something that's more tactile sometimes, yeah. like, in terms of, like, immediacy to, like, combat and stuff well, like that. Well, and so, also something that, like, with, a, with any RPG, any single RPG, and I can't tell you what the time limit is, Steve, but there's some weird internal time limit that I have in my head where I'm like, okay, I have an hour to play a video game. I'm not playing Yakuza. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's not okay. enough time. An hour. Because you may end up spending the whole fucking hour watching a cutscene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or I got to go uh, craft and uh, craft equipment. You know what I mean? Or I got to go to a bunch of restaurants or sing karaoke. It's it, very true. Like, there has to be a certain amount of time I have available to play an RPG. Right. Now, I'm a sicko. I'm thinking about my other game that I'm going to start being The Witcher 3. <laughs> Steve, buddy. I don't buddy, think I'm going to do that. Don't do that. Get, wait on I'm me gonna... on that, okay? okay I will. Can we wait post maybe March for Witcher 3? Yeah, you can. know, let me get past Final Fantasy because I'm we also... Can playing final fantasy 7 remake again yeah yeah true wesley without the bully you know what i mean paul's <laughs> the not so bully i'm a bully right. wesley but you watch your ass telling me what to do use my loud voice that's it buddy you want to call it for the end of the night? yeah man good times uh i i'm glad uh glad we got to record tonight man it's fun me too buddy
<clears throat> so uh, leave us a review if you haven't already. We give stuff away. We're actually close. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, let me see. Let me see. How close are we to giving away a gift card? Da, da, da. Why didn't I have this pulled up already? This is not prepared. That's okay, man. While you're looking that up, I'm just going to go ahead and say that um, you know the Packers made the playoffs. <laughs> One uh, more time. And that, that's pretty awesome. Don't expect them to win, but valuable reps for this young team. So excited. Yeah, buddy. I... I the tone of voice you had talking about the Packers at the beginning of this season versus now is completely different. Love yeah, to see a it. Long way. Love to see it. You know who's <laughs> not on those flight logs? Me and Steve. That's Other guy okay. might be, though. Could be, uh, Probably not, but it's possible, I guess. <laughs> Fucking maybe Epstein like wrestling. Anyways, we're four away from giving away a gift card we're at 56 reviews come on guys excellent after so much cajoling oh by my you. god, god. Like, and then I, I did started being trying to be cool about it just be like yeah leave us a review whatever whatever you know yeah, hey, so whatever and it still didn't really work <laughs> do it please please and uh check out uh, myweirdfoot.com for all your high potion needs it's got, it's got links to all our social media and stuff and We'll see you guys soon. Next week, in fact. My bard's playing us out. That's right. (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. Awesome. That was awesome.